Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome back to another episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Joining me today, I got, we got the OG roomie, okay? We started off as neighbors, then roommates. It's my boy, Kyle. All right, uh, Kyle, go ahead. Just tell us about yourself real quick. What's up, y'all? My name is Kyle. I'm a 26-year-old photographer and creative director. Today, we are talking about simps, okay? But not just simps, you know, kind of like the whole saying of putting that pussy on a pedestal, like they kind of go hand in hand together. You can't talk about one without the other. Uh, so question one is, what is a simp? Like, does it stand for something? Is it just like a mindset? Like, cause honestly you kind of, you introduced me to the word. So that's one of the reasons yeah. I had you on. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't use the word until like we were talking about it one day and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> I'll swear. Yeah. Uh, to me, a simp is somebody who is like mostly invested in like a really one-sided relationship. I can feel that. So, like, I had to, because I had this question, I had to like go to Urban Dictionary, the source for all things, <laughs> to define it. And like, that's pretty much what they all said. There was this one that actually like used it as an acronym, and I was like, oh shit, I like never really understood what it stood for. And it says simp stands for suckers idolizing mediocre pussy. And I've oh, well, never heard that. I, I have, I've never heard anybody say that either, but I was like, it makes sense. Like that really is like simp as like core. Yeah. I mean, I think about, I'm trying to, I guess I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I mean, kind of what my definition is like, you know, some people, you know, it, it's okay to be like attracted to somebody and, you know, like really be liking somebody, but like when it's obvious that person doesn't want you or that you want them way more than they want you, like that's when you really start entering that, that territory. And like we've all seen it happen and we've all done it to some degree. It's not like a judgmental thing, but it's like, right, chill out. They don't want you. That's, right. And or sis. That's, sip, that's, sip in gender that, that, this is this is right. Um, that actually like led me into my next class question is like every time at least me and you when we talk about it every time we talk about simps it's usually men but can a woman be a simp as well you know or a, or like a, a sid i guess it would like oh, I idolize it like mediocre can, like i definitely think they can be i think they go about it differently like um usually when i've seen women simp it's a little bit more dramatic. Usually, I guess, might be a level like intoxication. You know, you're drunk. You know, why is that dude? Why ain't he calling me? Why he text me or whatever? And you know, some along the lines of that. And then also at the same time, like usually it's also the dude like really like messing around. You know, right? I know how dudes are, right? Like, yeah. and so it, they're sipping this kind of more out of just general frustration. Yo, why he keep playing? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, I'm tired of this fuckboy shit. Like, get your shit together. Cuff me. Whereas when men do it, it is it, it, usually generally like, right, she just doesn't like you. Like, it's just flat out, like, she looks at you as a friend or a brother. You know, we, we all hate being called that. And, you know, oh. like, brother, man, I'm not related to you. That's true. I was like, that's a one-liner I can never get behind. I was like, yeah, nah. You know. Nah. So, yeah, so it's 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 all simping, but it's like, it's just different ends of the spectrum. And then, like, I don't even know how members of the LGBTQ community do it. Like, um... I, uh, Actually, well, yes, I do. Because my brother is going through that right now. He's dealing with somebody sipping on him. Man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole thing in its own right. It's like, 
me as a brother, I don't really know how to handle it. Like, yo, do I beat up people for you? Like, or is this something you can do? Right. I was like, you know, that's always the thing. Is like, when is something considered a hate crime? You know, I was like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm just trying to have my, my, my blood's black, you know. <laughs> but also, I was like, I'm not beating, I'm not beating you because you're like this. I'm beating you because <laughs> you fucking with my family. All right. Right. Like, like this, like this perfect example. Like he um, started talking. I'm not trying to tell all his business, so I'm not saying no names. But like, um, apart from people who know who my brother is, um, but like there was a dude who is like ten years older than him. He's like two, three years older than me. Like I went to high school just dude, so he was like a senior when I was a sophomore. Right. Yes. Yeah, who somehow they get? I guess they tender matched or whatever. My brother Kenny like was like, "Yo, do you know this dude?" And I'm just like, "Kinda." I mean, like, I knew his friends. I didn't wasn't really cool with him. And like, this dude was just like trying to try and take my brother out all the time. You know, let me take you down. I want to get to know you. I want to meet your family. And my brother was just like, uh, "No." Like, bro, my brother lied and said, "Like, no, my aunt was in a car accident. I can't meet with you." I'm just like, <laughs> "Like, bro, this dude just doesn't get the hint." Like, so. Listen, sometimes you got to know when to quit, you know. They say perseverance is key, but not always. Not always. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when it, when it starts getting one-sided, when it's just evident that somebody doesn't want you and you're trying to do everything. Like, that's that whole change your mind thing. And I've seen people do that so many times. We have a mutual friend who I kind of gave advice to on that. Like, it was kind of one of those, you know, I just want to save my peace, and then that's it. I'm done with it. And it's like, that's not what it is. You're trying to say one last thing to change their mind. Right. And hope that whatever you say gets through to them, and like that's not going to happen. All it's going to do is going to make yourself look foolish. Like, I don't, I can't condone that. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, this is a bad idea. I like, I like support that statement wholeheartedly. Like, no, like, no means no. It's the age of like consent. You can't have a relationship if the other person is not, yeah. not, not invested. Like, point yeah, blank. What have you been dating in my head for the past eight years? What are you talking? What <laughs> you mean, like? Oh, we we just we even had like sixteen anniversaries. Like, what you talking about? Oh, you just kept forgetting. Like, right. Is simping a new term, or have you used it, or like has it been around in your world for a while? I feel like it's been around. I feel like simping is one of those words that was like almost feel like the black community came up with it. I don't know. We come up with most stuff. We do come but up with like, most of the. I I feel like I was using it in like early high school. Like 2010. I was like, oh, so dang, like, I, I look, shoot, I was real late on it, like, because <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, for me, it was like 17, 18, I think, maybe like 16, 18, like, is I mean, one I, course, but I, I definitely, def, people, it definitely wasn't in rotation, like, people are using it now, like, I definitely think it was like me and my, my black friends and stuff like that, that's like, kind of like, kind of like, to get a little off top, like the word twerk, like, the word twerk had been around since like 2001, yeah, y'all know the wing gang twins, but then people didn't really get hip to it until like 2011. I mean, and it's been called every other thing in the book, too. Like, fucking grinding for a minute. Like, popping. Like, yeah. So, like, the word simp, I definitely have known about it for at least a decade. But I'm sure it's been around longer. And then it's just the general concept of it. Right. Um, has definitely been around forever. Like, I'm trying to actually think, like, what would you, what would we have called it beforehand? Like, upstruck uh, or something, something corny like that? And that's actually... Uh, well, before I go into that state, to answer that question, uh, I, I didn't know uh, Urban Dictionary did this, but like when you look up a word, it'll tell you like the frequency of like time period of when it was used. So like it first like quote unquote popped on the scene from what they know from an 08. And then right. it didn't really start getting popular until like the last year and a half or so. Like if there was like a like I think 
like people use it like 18 <laughs> times as much as they did before and i was like like that's a huge like <laughs> yeah like Urban Dictionary doing everything they can to seem legit <laughs> analytics bro analytics are key okay <laughs> uh, no but to answer your question um with a question i think beforehand it might have been sprung you know like that t-pain style like I don't like, or there might be a difference. I don't know. Like, do you think? No, I, I thought about this too, and I think there's a difference because when you're sprung, you know, simping is more tragic. Simping is like, oh come on, like, you know, I'll treat you right, and I'll give you flowers, and, and this, that, and that, and that. But like, sprung kind of already has you doing it, and like that person is like letting you do it. Like, she got me doing the dishes. Right. <laughs> like, she brought, like I'm doing dishes. I'm getting kisses. Relationship setting. Yeah. Okay. Like I can't. I, I've never made anybody sprung off of somebody who don't like them, but I've missed people who sent off. Somebody. I mean, and that's kind of that's. that's, that's and all honestly, that's kind of like the thirst too. Like, like when you're thirsty for somebody, like. Right. You're feeding yeah. like, like. It's all. It's all about that reciprocation. Like that determines on if this is like a good thing or a bad thing. Like, yo, I get like you just like washed your car, but like. Was she okay with you doing it? Or like, was, <laughs> right. Was, was, like, <laughs> did you did you just show up with a hose and some soap? Yeah. Like, say what? I said like, did you just show up outside her house with a hose and some soap in a bucket, and you just like started washing right. her car like? Besides, yeah, like, and then you just leaving after that, or like you're going to a movie after that, right? <laughs> you just leave a note, let her know you did this. Like, it wasn't like mysterious or something like that. And. <laughs> Hey, I washed your car, question mark, like, <laughs> let's not do this anymore. I mean, my car got here on purpose, despite I'm like, nah, bro, I was not okay with this. Sorry, guys, yeah. there's a train passing by the the studio, so you might hear that in the background a little bit. Oh, word, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, sprung is, sprung is its own thing. Like I said, that's when it's reciprocated, <laughs> to me at least, like, you know. Things are going well. Things seem like they're reciprocating, but yeah, symphony is just like it's just so one-sided. And um, I have some stories because I got stories where I can ex- perfectly describe as simping. You know, I'll leave out names. These are people that you would know too. That you would know. <laughs> I could put myself on the list. So. See, I wasn't gonna do that to you, but. I look. I can admit my flaws. Okay, <laughs> the TNSB, the Batch Gang. All right, like they got my back. All right, we're in this Same. together. <laughs> Same don't nobody because I'm sure. Oh, I'm positive. That's another thing too. We have all sent at one point. Hundred like, percent. Nobody is really exempt from it. Like it happens. I can name all some of the you know like finest, like most attractive people I know have all sent. Y'all all got stories if y'all listening. I know who you are. <laughs> No, like, I had a roommate my freshman year of college uh, um, who, I'm, I was up with it. He told me, like, day one, he's like, I've never had experience talking to girls. And I was just like, cool, man. Well, I hope you overcome this this problem. And he just did it in all the wrong ways. Like, 
Is this your... Was this the roommate with the glasses or the short roommate? Wasn't the short one. What went along with us? This was, uh, he was in. Oh, we talking, we talking about the, the redhead? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and he had, like, he crushed on one of, one of our mutual friends. And when she wasn't reciprocating, then all of a sudden she was all kinds of, you know, names and. I don't know how you feel about language on here, so I'm a, I'm a We are not family friendly. Like, go ahead. Let that shit rip. All right. She was all kinds of bitches and this. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, like, all she did was reject you. That's another sign of simping, too. When they reject you and then you go into that nice guy, like, you ain't shit or you ain't this, you ain't that. That's another sign of simping because, like, now you're just really trying to hurt that person because they didn't feel the same way about you. People who are sprung don't do that. <laughs> like, well, you, Cause, cause people are sprung and get rejected. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I was talking to uh, this girl I worked with the other day, and she said this. She was like, "The two things I hate about females <laughs> are that when they end a relationship, the person, their significant other, is all of a sudden now like a hoe and like a motherfucking all this other shit." I was like, mm-hmm. "If they was a hoe, like, why did you get with them in the first place?" It all depends on what they did. That's why I say, like, you know, if it turns out like they, like, stole your money, slept with your sister, like, <laughs> you know. If you was a hoe before, you don't expect people to, like, to do drastic changes, okay? <laughs> Except me for who I am. <laughs> I mean, some people have, like, latent hoe energy. Like, right. you know, it's got to be a ultra hosting, something like that. It's got to get unlocked. And <laughs> like, it, I call it the grass is always greener effect, you know. Everybody always thinks that grass is just a little greener on the other side. So but I gotta yeah, go. I gotta to, go peep it out to first. Kind of on, to, to kind of get back on topic of the sense, like, like yeah, this one redheaded roommate. He there was another girl he liked that I had had like interactions with, and he came with me. He was like, "I don't like her hanging out with you." So when you're done with her, just she can come crash in my room. I'm just like, no. I was like, bro, what sense does that make? No, this is not how this operates. Just like a little backstory. Like I said, uh, I've known Kyle ever since we started. We started college together uh, up in like northern Ohio. So we were city boys who ended up like in the, like the country almost. The country. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's country, country, but it it was pretty rural out there. Um, and so there were plenty of times where uh, people didn't necessarily like our energy our mentality uh that we would bring so or we realized like is this what you do out here because i don't rock with any of that shit like (laughs) oh man like that Ooh, that's a good question too Uh, i guess like city versus like rural center like because that was also a thing too you you know what like i've seen how dudes like i've seen how street dudes how hood dudes they how they step over a female and this is it's just it's just so much different where it's like the, the small town or the country dudes or whatever they country people they were just like bro it was like it was so much dramatic like you just crying with a can of Bud Light like surrounding you like can't you Bud Light surrounding you like I feel like it could be easier to be a country simp quote unquote than a city simp for this one reason like I don't like any of these terms <laughs> city simp <laughs> no because like out where we started at um Everybody knew each other, so when you liked somebody, everybody knew, or, like, there wasn't a large pool to draw from, so you had, like, more competition, which, like, 
made you really like more desperate. <laughs> um, yeah. Whereas like in a city, like a bigger city, I could find another you like potentially like around the corner or everybody doesn't know who I'm talking about, you know? Yeah, that that's a big fact too. I guess perhaps well, the geographical aspects is something that everybody thought about. You know, this is this is what we're here for. We're all about uh, elevating our knowledge. Yeah, because where we were living that freshman year, like there was only in our complex for those who listen, it was only like thirty two units, ranging from like four to eight people in a unit. It's like, so it's like not that that's that's smaller than most high school graduating classes like and like being it was that was so rural and so country like people really only interacted with each other like so it was always the same it was always a house party every week and somebody's unit um got together for game days it was very very quote-unquote familial like like everybody was like typing some aspect for the most part but like if one person, like, let's say, let's say you saw the most beautiful person that you had ever imagined there, like, <laughs> at least seven other people saw the same person <laughs> and thought the same thing, and so then it's like, everybody's, like, trying to get at this one person, and then that sense of competition, they start feeling like that inferiority complex, where, you know, that person has more muscles than me, or that person has a nicer car than me, that kind of all leads into, like, that, like, negative thinking mentality, like, oh, I really want this person, but I don't have as much as these other people, but like I think I can love them more <laughs> than like they could and whatever. And you're trying to you're trying to get off the strength of like how much you like them. Right. Like, <laughs> like love isn't always a superpower, y'all. Like that's something I've come to realize. I have simp like tendencies. Uh, I don't know if I'm current. Like currently, I don't think I'm simping. I I think I've put it on pause for now. But <laughs> given the right situation, I will probably resume my my simping. Uh, <laughs> Uh, um, AKA the like said, the I, girl who doesn't fuck with Breezy. Past, you know. I know that I had in the past and I am not bringing up any stories and stay in the vault. Wait till the biopic drops. <laughs> and then you have your thoughts then. <laughs> but um, I was also going to say, I think simping, like, the only time simping is ever really generally acceptable, in my opinion, is like when you're in like middle school, high school, when you're really like developing your emotions and like learning how to deal with your feelings and relationships. Like, and going to because it's trial and error too on top of that like you know and that's at that age that's when I kind of think it's like the most okay but you know as you get older and as you have more relationships you're, you're supposed to mature and be a little bit more understanding and thoughtful and how you proceed and handle things people get their heart broken it happens it's what you do with like that feeling that's that's really important because it's either like you take it on the chin process it and grow from it or you throwing rocks through their windows like those are the two extremes I mean, that's honestly, that's a great point. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to have, we're going to go actually into this a little deeper. And we're back. So Kyle was just kind of letting us know or giving us his opinion on when he thinks simping is acceptable. And he was like, it's kind of like that middle school, like your first or second quote unquote romance that you have. Uh, we might chuck that under the good old puppy love category. Uh you know, uh, you don't always know how to deal with your emotions. Hell, even when you get older, you still don't know how to deal with your emotions. You get a little better at it, but... Yeah, and, and that's the point I make. I think people, the people who lean into simping on a regular basis, like, that's... It's a, they have a real low level of emotional maturity. Like, yo, just because this person, you know, dance with you at the bar doesn't mean she's trying to go on a date 
you know? And sometimes it's even as simple as that. Like, like when you take those, like, little gestures and you start thinking, like, oh, maybe she might, and she probably does think you're cute, but she doesn't mean they, that they want to talk to you, <laughs> you know, yeah. in, the, in the morning. Right. Like I said, no, <laughs> no, no, know your place, okay? <laughs> those one-nighters, just, just leave it at that. Learn and learn to take things for what they are too. Yo, it was just a dance at the club. You know, you got to take the beer yeah. goggles off and use that right brain. Um, you know, do you... so I guess this brings in another train of thought. You know, so I, I just mentioned like an example of like simping over some random. You know, like oh, this cute person at the club wants to dance with me, and then that's it. But then like simping over your friends—that's a whole different territory. You. I was going to be like, my next question was with you, like, uh, do you think simping could be problematic, And This is definitely the situation where it would become problematic. Uh, over, so you mentioned your friends, but I'm going to add on to that. Your friends' exes. Because, I mean, I don't think I've ever dropped a friend because, like, I had feelings for an ex, but... I've definitely had a friend drop me because their ex had feelings. So. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever been in that situation. Also, I, I, I kind of have my own policy for like liking like a friend's ex. Because I definitely had some friends whose exes, I'm just like, hey, we're not that tight, right? Like, <laughs> um, but um, no, my policy for like liking a friend's ex is like, bro, if y'all been broken in. One, if y'all's relationship wasn't that serious, and by that serious, I mean, like, y'all, if y'all didn't make two years, and y'all been broken up for six years, she's fair game. <laughs> wow. It. Like, y'all, y'all only spoke to each other since 2015. It's 2020 now. Y'all good. I say everybody gets one, though. Like, one person is just, like, real talk, off limits. Because some... Which is fair, which is fair. Like I said, that's it, 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 there's so many factors that would have to go into it. Like, yo, y'all about to get married. And- no, you get, you get to pick your one, whether it's the first girl you ever hooked up with, your first crush, somebody who you try to, like, get yourself right for. You and can see, pick. I've been in that scenario, too. I had a friend who, um, he had a girl that he wanted to get to. This was also uh, our first year of college. Um, and he had a girl that, well, I'm pretty sure it was like me. That it was his ex, but I'm pretty sure she liked me too, and I liked her. But he told me he's like, "Hey, I'm trying to get back with her, so like, off limits." So I was just like, "All right," and bro, never did nothing. Like, they never got, they never got together. Wasted potential yeah. is like the bane of my existence. Like, I hate that shit. Like, <laughs> move aside and let me let me actualize this potential, okay? <laughs> shit, it's not fucking wine. All right, it does not get better with time <laughs> either. Take your shot or pass it. Once again, and that comes back to Simpa too. Like, bro, she clearly didn't want you. And you go and go keep on fighting. Like, at some point, I'm going to shoot my shot. Like, because they don't want you. Or they don't want you anymore. Right. It's like, what What do you, what do you, what are you expecting? So, but yeah, but going back to, like, simping over for, like, can it be problematic? It's, and it's, it's, like, definitely yes. And it's, like, there is that, that idea of forging a friend's... <laughs> Okay, I want to be careful about how I say this. Because I do think having a friendship is important to have, like, a healthy, like, romantic relationship. But, like, there's some people who, like, become your friends for the purpose of, like, getting into a relationship. Like, if that makes sense. 
like they use like your friendship as basis like right like, all this nice stuff i did for you and you don't want to like go out with me and it's like well i thought you were my friend and you were doing these stuff i didn't right. realize you had like these ulterior like when it's like that like like when it's not like an authentic friend or genuine friendship and you're just using it to get your next spot it's, it's weird to say because like that it is like a thin it's like a fine line it's like you do form a friendship as you form in a relationship but like and then too like there's like I'm not going to get into it, but I was like, there's also like a lot of psychology that would go into like motives because you can, you can be an average simp, okay? Or you can be one of those like, I don't want simps, see, I don't want us to make simps seem like they're like turning into like stalkers or like, I don't know. I know simps are sad, but like, I'm not trying to make them out to be too sad, you know? Because, you know, there's a thing about... I guess a better example would be like you know like I have plenty of like female friends who I've been friends with pushing a decade and it'd be like all of a sudden I turned around to one of them and I was like hey you know all those times like we went to lunch and whatever and uh we took trips or we did this or we did that over the past eight years that was all me laying the foundation for a relationship <laughs> and like come out of nowhere and she's like and she'd be like well, I thought we was just kicking it as friends I'm just like no no all that was leading up to me asking well you're going to say yes like and she says no and I'm just like then why did I do all that stuff for like that, that that's what I mean by like that ingenuine of like because I've seen that I have seen that and I think and I feel like that exclusively is like men men do that to women exclusively I've never had a woman right right right, right. I, but yeah, like you know like, if you, I did all this stuff for you and you don't want me like I've never had that happen I've never seen that happen I feel like that's just more like of a sucker or a weird or like a weirdo for lack of a better word, like, because I believe you you can simp over somebody, but the minute you cross a certain line, you're like you're no longer a simp. Like you're just like this weird like dude. Like it's been twelve years. Like I've been in countless relationships. Like, like, <laughs> like, like I don't like what would possibly make you think like we could be a thing now? Or after I say no and like you flip out. That's not simping. That's like, that's a problem. That's a person with like a problem. Get a get a restraining order, okay? Simping, I mean, that's why I said simping is a spectrum. You know, <laughs> I think it's like graduating. You know, I feel like simping would be like a misdemeanor, okay? That post, like that post, blow up after your rejection. That's a felony, bro. That's a true like love crime. Like, we're not here for that. Yes, there are love crimes. We've talked about this before, y'all. Um. No, but I was going to be like, because we like jokingly talk about this before, uh, like prereqs or like other times it's okay to be a simp. And like, you know what? If you have vocals, you could be a simp. You know, I feel like a lot of the dudes from like the 90s, maybe late 80s you know, from R&B, low key simps. Oh, okay. Yeah. We did say like, if you have, if you're the person who has vocals. Right. Like, for somebody who play, you have vocals, you're right. about the simp. Yeah, because if nothing else, you can make like a hit record out of it. Like some of our favorite R&B songs is like, you know, we all know, you know, well, I don't know how many uh, non-melanated people know, but like, you know, uh, please don't go. It ain't worth breaking a home. Mm. Like, look, bo- boyfriend number like two is the perfect simp anthem. Say that again. Boyfriend number two, pleasure P. That is not a that is not a simp anthem. What? You, you know what? 
and they're, they they go really hand in hand sometimes <laughs> because after your rejection from simping, sometimes you try to get on your fuckboy shit. Ladies Does it always work? Look, I know that you won't leave him, okay? I know you won't leave him, but let me just get some of your love. Like, <laughs> that's, that's more fuckboy behavior. Fine, better example of simping, okay? We all remember the classic intro like the 0809 era. Drake. Most famous version of a simp. Early Drake. I was gonna say Marvin's Room is a simp song. 100%. As much as I love that song, Marvin's Ooh. Room is the woman that I would try is happy with a good guy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just yeah, unloading your heart, yeah. <laughs> or uh Dude. It's such a good song, though, so I can't be And here's the thing. He made, he was, uh, for our generation, he made simping okay. Like, there was a whole wave after that. See, maybe that that's when simping started to, once again, they said 08 is when that started to really, the term started to show up. That's yeah, the that emergence might, of Drake. Yeah, that might, that might be fair. Because that, that, that whole wave of rappers being more in touch with their feelings, like 808s and Heartbreak. Right. Kanye West. Like, that whole album I was about to be like, um, I don't think. Yeah, uh, but that whole album was about getting dumped or broken up or whatever. That heartless and all that stuff. Love lockdown. Right. See. <laughs> and uh, prime examples, they, y'all. If y'all don't do it now, they, like, go back and listen to like R and B from like the '90s, from the early 2000s. Just really listen to what they're saying because they were just pretty much letting you know. I love you. Well, <laughs> love me too. You know, one thing about modern or like post-2008 hip-hop and R&B compared to 90s uh, really embraced like the modern, I guess, more modern R&B really embraced the negative aspects of relationships and that might be what promotes perception because another big song in 2010 <laughs> that every dude who had their heart broken was bumping was Deuces. Fair enough. You know, Look, uh, then you have also loyal, like, like the weekend coming out. Uh, and Abel, bro, that those trilogy mixtapes, man. That Valerie, man, Valerie, bro. Uh, <laughs> song is ridiculous. You only want me because I'm there. L- listen, y'all. Even if you don't make it through the rest of this episode, just take a second, pop over to Spotify or wherever you're hearing music, Apple Music, wherever. Listen to "You Only Want Me Because I'm There." That's a simp record if I didn't ever heard one. Okay. Like, li- like literally, like I'm gonna take this affection, but you really don't want me. I want you, but you don't want me. I'm just here for you right now. But they all have vocals. So and it's great songwriting abilities. This is true. So it's okay. You know, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna put yourself out there like this, you know, at least come correctly. That's the best way I can put it. You know, this is this is true. Like, I, just like like a pretty eyes do a lot for girls. Vocals do a lot for men, okay? You you could be a little less attractive, you know. You could be like, got like thick glasses. You could be a little chunky. You could just have this weird voice. But once you start singing, if you could if you could put it down, you know, it's okay. We want nobody can judge you for it. You'd be like, you know what? 
You're right. Fuck her. <laughs> you do deserve this love, okay? <laughs> and so do I. See, you make it relatable. That's that's the real reason it's okay. It's because when you sing it, you make it relatable. When you say like, "Nah, I want to be with this girl," because an example of a simp of a simp album by an artist who I really enjoy, Robin Thicke, mm. when he uh, broke up with Paula Patton and he released that Paula album. That album is nothing but weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> You was talking about sex in the morning, blurring lines, like, don't step back now, don't renege. Yeah, like, that Paula album is, for people who want to see how weird it can get, just look up Robin Thicke's Paula album. It is, that is simple. If nothing else, like, bro, she don't want you, she left you, it is over. You know what? There are very, I can't think of a time we're making a full album, a song, maybe, but like a full album about somebody who don't want you. I mean, Adele gets away with it. Right, I guess Adele. You know, I was like, I know this is supposed to be a relationship podcast, y'all, but today, it's a music podcast. Okay, that's I don't give out homework, but that's what that's today we're getting homework. Okay, we can do that for another episode. (laughs) All the tracks we were talking about today, go listen to them. If you really don't understand what we're talking about on Simpin, after you listen, hopefully you have a better understanding. Uh, But get (laughs) getting back into the the heavy questions. Uh, surrounding. That's the problem with, with us. We always eat off. <laughs> Here's the thing, and I tell people this: music ties everything together. Okay, you know, I was like, they're, they're real life examples of every idea we ever have. You name it, whether it's about food, whether it's about women, whether it's about needing to work on yourself. There's a track for it somewhere. People like really like simp over people. Nine times out of ten, it's usually somebody they've known or have at least had enough interactions with it in person to like quote unquote justify their feelings. Right. You know. So what it is. And and his thing, simping liking your one of your friends to me wouldn't be the same thing as some nerve. I have had plenty of friends where I've thought about it, Mm -hmm. but then also at the same time, like no, like one one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was like. Um, appreciate your your woman friends for what they are. Just your friends, like right. you know, you might catch feelings for it, but for like one, they may not reciprocate. Two, is it worth potentially blowing the friendship up over? Like those are like all real facts. Like right. What you know, is so I've had, had bad woman friends that I've liked, and I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth the potential harm. Like right. the, the, the the pro con. Like, and I tell people this, like, the biggest thing uh, that always makes, this is, like, another side note, but it's kind of relevant to the topic today, is the whole, uh, oh, I have a boyfriend movement that happened, like, a couple years back. Like, anytime. I mean, are they still using, I haven't really, I haven't, I don't know, what, you say it was longer than that? Yes, bro, people say, I have a boyfriend, bro, that is, like, No, bro. It it also happened too, like right before like the Me Too movement, like the whole like, I have a boyfriend thing. Yeah, like, like, you know, like the guy goes talk to girls like, no, I have a boyfriend. Like, no, bro, that has been. For, you know, it, it had long, it has longevity. It will always be a go to line. You're right. I mean, yeah, it is. You're and, right. You know, and what's crazy is, um, so like, 
I we both have experience working at the club and working at night bars and whatever. And I have I think I have seen guys come on to women. I'm excuse saying men make attempts at getting at women in the worst possible ways, and they're just not taking no for an answer. And so I, I fully understand. Guys have never had to say, well, I'm a guy, I'm not gonna say that. Guys have had to say, like, I have a girlfriend. But it doesn't happen nowhere near as frequency as a uh, girl saying, I have a boyfriend. Like, where women have to say, oh, like, I like girls when they don't, like, just to get you to leave them alone. Right. Like you said, I was like, that whole I have a boyfriend thing has been around forever. Um, like I said, like, going back to, like, simping over a friend I was like I think what that that is a that is that could be potentially problematic because like you said you want to weigh the risk to the friendship but there's nothing problematic and it's kind of harmless like to just realize if you have a friend that's male or female and you think they're attractive like you could like to yourself or you'd be like yo this person's bad like mad attractive I mean, no like having an attraction to somebody isn't the same thing as like risking it for like risking a relationship like it's always step one i always say like i think almost every female friend i have is attractive to some degree like <laughs> i do like, say that yeah they're all gorgeous as far as i'm as far as i'm concerned but um i'm not putting nothing on the line i i haven't asked out a single one of them i ain't seeing flowers i ain't creating romantic artworks or nothing like that like I ain't having overly emotional moments when we're intoxicated and that's another thing too another era of music that contributed great great to simping was when Closer by Chainsmokers was out <laughs> the amount of times I thought people try to force a kiss to the chorus of that song or even now TikTok like TikTok is, is I don't think people paid attention to it but I think it's doing things for simp culture the whole uh, kiss your best friend challenge, like, like hold on, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was most likely a simp who came up with that <laughs> and just wanted the world to accept it. This is good. Both of us witnessed this. Do you remember we uh, went to that and we had, we had there was a clubhouse at the apartment that he, that Josh and I lived in, living together, and some people had rented it out and having like a little party or whatever. And we went there, and they kept playing, like, this, like, dare game. Oh. And the whole dare game was getting this one guy to keep kissing this one girl, like. And she knew what it was. Like, I think it was just daring because keep daring him me to kiss him because, like, he likes me. And we were just like, I was just like. No. Yeah. I think I remember this situation, and I was like, I think it was supposed to be, like, a truth or dare game. <laughs> but <laughs> this. You know, and I can respect the I can respect the game. This man saw his opportunity to kiss his crush and not be penalized, <laughs> and he went for it. However, did he abuse it? Yes, he did. <laughs> right, I was like, he abused it a little bit. But when you see an opportunity to make your crush into a reality, go ahead, take that shot. All right, just don't take that same shot like twelve times consecutively. Like that's. I like I said, I guess I may as well start playing spin the bottle at that point. Uh, no, but, uh, like you said, like we both worked in clubs for a while, so we do see a lot, cause you get a lot of regulars in there and you see people shoot their shot, like pretty desperately quite a bit. Um, or even like in just in our everyday lives, because 
we do know a lot of people like our friends don't have the best love lives like sometimes they're really bad at it uh so for those people out there that we know and the people on the airwaves who are listening to us now do you have any advice for the sense of the world out there important to have like a good base of friends around you who will tell you when you're kind of doing wrong. I, I think I've always had at least one person in my life who would say, hey, you're cutting up or like this is reflecting badly on you or more important, this is reflecting badly on me. What you're doing is affecting me now. Like I think it's important like when you have to have people who kind of keep you in check in those aspects because that always helps. Sometimes we do things we and that we don't think is a big deal and then it turns out it was a very big deal and like you need people in your life the good support system to kind of like let you know that's the whole point of friends and the second thing is like be constantly like emotionally maturing like at some point the whole you know, crying is not going to make somebody love you guilting somebody into liking you is not going to force them to love you like if you learn how to handle your emotions properly like that bro that is literally like seven tenths of the battle right there really like of that whole liking somebody and wanting to ask them out like you can just kind of get a grip on how you're feeling um things will go somewhat smoother whether it goes positively or negatively like well that's the thing too i feel like a lot of people don't who are currently in the simp phase maybe not get or even i said the only reason i say this as well is because like i have a friend who's like a a little younger and she's like just experiencing like love for the first time uh that puppy love phase um Knowing that, like, rejection is okay and that's not necessarily a negative thing. Like, you have to be confident in who you are and be like, hey, this didn't work out for me now. Like, my feelings weren't reciprocated by the person who I like. I now have to... You don't have to be, quote-unquote, okay right away. Like, you can go through some stuff. And then just, like, move on to it. Like, learn something from it. Like I said, it goes by what I said about like, having like that support system. Like I know there's been instances where things have not gone smoothly romantically for you, and I was, and, you know, I was there to have listen. You need to vent. Shout out to the girl who doesn't fuck with Breezy. <laughs> that that was about. See, okay, I didn't really want to bring up that story, but that was probably like your most. That was like a toxic moment. That whole scenario. I was so that whole situation. I'm saving that story. So, guys, like, you will hear this story. I'm going to share it with you later on. It's going to be on our toxic relationship uh, episode uh, because that relationship was toxic. But I want to be on the episode. I have a lot to say. I'm I'm the fact checker. I know what went. Hold on. on. (laughs) Actually, you know, you might be able to come back. We'll see to this podcast if I have to be. Hundred hundred percent. Like, it was a. It takes a lot for me to, for me to check myself and be like, bro, you know, if this was anybody else, you would have tore into them because like they're fucking up, <laughs> and you still do it. I was like, fair enough. I was right, like, you're being a dumbass right now. I I could. Kyle has shouted me out like a bunch of times. Sometimes we had the so like the benefit to having a roommate rather than just a friend. Roommates are way better. Uh. Because they're more objective. They're like, hey, we need you to be emotionally and physically okay for the whole term of this lease because I'm relying on you to support my, my, my well-being, my welfare. So I have to make sure you're okay, okay? 
this is off the topic, everybody, but like the bond of having a roommate in your life, because there's so much more at risk. <laughs> like it becomes like essentially like yo, like I gotta stay, spend at least twelve months with this person. Right. And like they screw up, they they don't come up with the rent because they going through the you couldn't work because of her. Nah, I gotta be homeless because <laughs> you heard about her. Right. No, like friends, friends will tell my tell you things to keep you, keep you uh, just to keep you happy. Your roommate will tell you things to keep you in a home. Like you need to pull it together. This is Daniel's true. spending money on Beyonce tickets <laughs> to to get this done. <laughs> but that's part of the podcast. Once again, he just tried to shade me on my own show. <laughs> I won't forget that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, like I said, um, take like. Be okay with it. Like, people will come in and out of your lives. Like, take the experience you get from each and every person and move on to it. Don't stay in, like, your simp mentality forever. Like, that's something that we both do not condone. Like, if you simp periodically, that's okay. You know, uh, hopefully it's not on the same person each time. But if every once in a while you, like, have a little moment, that's okay. Just don't stay there forever. Like I say, it's not what you feel. It's what you do with those feelings that matter. There we go. That's the real key. That, that redheaded roommate, <laughs> I would not be friends with right now. He's, I'm not friends with him at all because of how his behavior was. But like, I can imagine being friends with that dude for six, seven years, and he acted like that the entire six, seven years. Like, well, I think he exited his sim phase since he got married. Yeah, I heard about that just recently too. Right. So I'm actually I'm. Maybe I don't, it worked. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm upset or if I'm happy. That he got married before both of us. I'm not upset because I wasn't planning on getting married until at least 28. So. Fair enough. You know, that sounds like I like my goal. I still year like like at least another half decade before I planned to get married. So I like really wasn't. But still, the fact that somebody found him and he found somebody. And then some people take what they can get. But that you, well, you know what? There are a lot of marriages that are settled based agreements. So you're right. I decided I'm not jealous. I'm happy for you. Uh, shout out to Trojan Man over there. Just because his mom works for Trojan, so <laughs> like I remember. Okay, so like this is like a little, little, little story. Uh, yeah. So it was it was his mom. Uh, only reason I know that like that's how I remembered who he was for the longest. Like he was a friend of ours. Like yeah, but. I just knew, like, back then, if you ever needed, like, a condom, because you're young, and you're trying to explore sexually, but we always try to be safe, so don't forget, use condoms. Um, his, like, he was like, yeah, like, if you ever need them, come here, my mom works for Trojan, and he pulled out, like, two 150 packs of, like, condoms. He was trapping, he was trapping condoms out of his room. And so I was like, fuck. I was like, you know what? I was like, you're the true Trojan, man. Like, <laughs> literally everybody from, like, across the street or wherever, they would come to this man and give him, like, a couple bucks for condoms. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So now there's a Mrs. Trojan, man. Like, that's sweet. Yeah, some people. Some people. And I, I guess it's my people. I don't know because I haven't talked to bros since freshman year of college. But, like, maybe that's a scenario. Sipping, working out. Maybe found somebody who was simping too, and that simp turned into sprung and turned into a... Well, I think it did. Like we, like we talked about with Drake. Drake is doing very well now. Um, simping definitely worked. He might not have gotten his Rihanna, but he is doing okay. Remember when he tried to kiss Rihanna on the VMAs? Yeah. Yeah. 
we might have to have another episode about swerving because that woman is graceful at it. She swerves everybody and just does it with class. Yeah. But, um, all right. I think that's a good place to stop for today. Um, Kyle, this is your time to shine. You got anything you want to let the people know? Uh, I know during this time of kind of like social distancing and self-isolation because of the pandemic going on, you still were telling me that you were able to keep up with your photography and art. So where can they find it at? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at underscore A-Y-E-K-Y-L-E underscore. So at underscore A-Kyle underscore. Um, I'm available in the Ohio region for all your photography-based needs. I will do everything except wings. Sorry, say the last part again, except for what? Weddings. Uh, got it. I, just, I just did a wedding recently, and I hated the stress of it. That's <laughs> an aspect of photography that I am cool not doing. And I let it be known. Transparency is everything, people. Know what you're getting into and know what you are willing and not willing to do. I am not doing weddings. But for all your model and thirst, thirst-based needs, thirst-trap-based needs. And simping knows no age, knows no gender. Like... It just, it just is what it is, you know? It is what it, it takes is. takes on different names. Now, those called simping, you know, they're the quote-unquote nice guys or the white knights or... Captain Sabaho. Yeah, the, all that, like... That's, why did, why couldn't we think of this earlier when we asked, are there other names for simping? We just came up with, like, six. Yeah, so... You um, know, they all take on, take on different forms, but it all falls in the, the same umbrella. And, like, for, except for me, like... I don't, I don't need to be around people. Like, I, part of growing up is, you know, you have to learn to cut out toxic people or toxic situations. And that's one of them. Like, bro, I can't be friends with a dude who obsesses over a girl who clearly doesn't want them. It's one thing to be hurt. It's one thing to be upset. It's one thing to acknowledge your feelings. But, like. That's all we got for today. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to leave a comment and a like. I appreciate all the support that you guys have been showing me. Thanks a lot, TNSB fam. Until the next one.